Hello and welcome to the 71st episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast and proudly part of the Pixels Podcast Network, the show where you can get your weekly dose of PlayStation news, lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the lost episode to my It's Good To Be Back, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on any podcast service that will allow it, and follow us on Twitter at Long Live Pod. All the other socials are dead, don't even bother with that out of the way, Kale. I'm sorry. You should be, Govinda. 69 no. weeks sorry. without sorry. an incident and... We are sorry. Boom. We are sorry. We? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're a team. I'm we sorry. Was there, a, was there an issue with the writing? Was there, like, the reporting? Was there an issue? Writing? Yeah. Writing? What writing? Yeah, you don't write like, anything. You copy and paste articles and then pr- presume that we're just going to read them as a show goes. So don't start pretending that you... I did more work on this episode <laughs> in the 20 minutes before I started than you did... For the a week that you had to set this, I'm just convinced. Up, so. Where did the issue come from? Was it was it like in my department, or was that like more of a your people thing? I'm just confused. Uh, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna blame the I'm gonna call it an act of God. I've become religious in my old age, and All right. uh, I'm gonna call it an act of God for your sins. We were punished. That is what happened. Uh, but as some of you may have noticed, episode seventy doesn't exist, mm. and it never and it never really did. Oh, I kind of did. I mean, we it did it. <laughs> we did. We, like, <laughs> we recorded it. It it existed in our hearts, yeah, and minds. Uh, but it didn't exist in the edit because for some reason <laughs> my audio was crackly and quiet. Uh, so it wasn't worth putting out, and it will forever be known as the lost episode. You'll never know what was revealed. And the best thing is, like, I still have it. Like, I've got it. Mm. And it's just going to be this enigma episode and you guys don't really know anything about what we were talking about, except when we go through kind of the stuff we were talking about real quickly at, at a later date in this episode. But it's gone. Uh, it, almost, it was actually kind of nice. I didn't want to record. I didn't want to edit last week and <laughs> that happened. And I was like, well, I, I think I made that happen. I think it was, you know, uh, Oprah's like the secret, like you just think about something and it yeah, will be. And manifesto. I really didn't want to edit. I really didn't. I was like, I'd rather do anything than that today. And then mm. that happened. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's such a shame though, because I was like, oh, a week off. That's a nice surprise. But I was like, but we already d- did the work. I did for the me, work. For me, yeah. it was a week off. Like recording, it doesn't feel like work necessarily. Like it's just, no. we just talk for an hour and a bit and that's... That's that. That's fine. The edit is what feels like actual work. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so I think with that in mind, I'm going to keep pushing this like uh, bi-monthly podcast rather than this every week <laughs> podcast. And I, I'm, I'm into it, dude. That was a nice little refresher. I'm, I'm back. I'm invigorated. Oh. My, my finger doesn't hurt from clicking all the time. Really, it feels good. You know, it feels good. <laughs> I'm thinking before we get oh, into oh, oh, oh. what we've been playing... Yeah, you're moving past the best part of the show, which is the how you going, which we have not addressed. Uh, do you actually have something for this? Other than just like, yeah, I've been good. No, but I do have a lifestyle update that I need to elaborate upon, uh, elucidate on, if you will. I just have a whole new sleep schedule, and it's really interesting. As you know, I spent too many years in hospitality, and I would just wake up early all the time. No more. The curse is lifted. It's over. I'm a real deadbeat now. Now I stay up late playing games, fueled by medical marijuana, and then I sleep until like 8.30, sometimes 9. <laughs> and it's it's huge. I'm talking like 5.30 to 6 o'clock wake-ups for years, decade plus. Like, that's just been my life. And now I sleep in. I stay up till like 1. 
I stayed up till two the other night. I don't know who I am. That's crazy, dude. I can't do that anymore. See, I've gone the exact opposite way, whereas I've like leaned into the early to bed, early to wake lifestyle. Yeah. Partly because Emily just seems to like always go to bed at like 9.30, which honestly boggled my mind for a while, but I eventually just succumbed. Uh, And so I wake up at like 5.30 every day and I go to bed at like 9.30 every night or most nights. Uh, The exception being like, well, exactly. (laughs) The exception being when we play Warhammer until midnight. But I just don't, I can't do it anymore. I'm Mm. I'm living the early one. But I also still go to the gym a little bit in the morning and it's way better in the morning. I just can't do the afternoon. Like once work is done, I'm like, I'm not (laughs) going to go do like physical work. Are you crazy? So if I can't get that knocked out in the morning, it's essentially a no-go. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't you've, do the... You've reaped the benefits of this new cycle. I've also changed up my work schedule. So now I get up at this later date. I sort of like check the news. I'll write a couple of stories and then I take a several hour break. Generally, we'll play Apex Legends in that time. <laughs> which yeah, well, feels generally ludicrous. being the last two days. But yes, yeah, well, that is like more a- general than most. I have to be careful because I have... It is getting... Aggressive. It does get aggressive, and I do cut into my work time a little bit, but and I don't make up for it. Like I'm that sort of person. Like instead, well, I take an hour break. And I'm like, that's fine, and then I, but then it turns into like two hours, and I don't make up that hour. I just work less because I have a set quota. It's you know I generally try and get through it as quickly as I can because I still get paid the same ultimately. But this is better because it actually gives me greater coverage time. Like, you know, if there is something, and it's very rare, but if something does happen in the Australian afternoon. Um, you need to be covering it. Yeah. And so, I've that's that's something I'm trying to do as well. And it just means I have this nice little break in the middle of the day. And it's it's pretty sweet. That's all I wanted to get across. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I've, I've kind of just become more efficient at work so I can get through things quicker. And so, I've used that as a way to just do... Maybe like a little bit more work, but not exponentially more work. And Mm. then have more time to just chill sometimes. Like some days I work real hard. I work like a 10 hour day. And there's some days where I'm just like, not today, Satan. And I do like four or five hours of work and I call it there, you know? Yeah. So it's good. I'm a big fan. I've been enjoying my work a lot lately. It's been good. This is a nice change from you threatening suicide live on the air. Well, it's because I make money now rather than Mm. making less than I made before. I actually make considerably more than I made before, and that helps a lot. Also, knowing what I'm doing helps also. Not feeling like I'm drowning constantly. Yeah. I've really gone for the opposite, where I I make less than ever, but I've never been happier. (laughs) I've kind of struck a happy balance of making Mm. good money and being relatively content with that. So, I think I'm edging. Edging. Yeah, I think I'm edging towards a sort of trophy husband life. Um, kept for my dashing good looks and uh, winning banter, kept in a lifestyle that I've become 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 accustomed let's, to. Let's be real. You, you're not being kept for your dashing good looks and banter. You're being kept because you happen to impregnate someone and now they're stuck with you. <laughs> it was not easy, all right? It was not easy. Hey, it's true. You did put in the work. You did put in the work. Uh, so, But that does not... Let's not pretend it's the dashing good looks, okay? It is getting real, though. Aaron will occasionally just drop the, like, oh, how's how we're having a baby next month? Did I tell you oh, we, yeah. we know the wait, day? Next month? Yeah, we know I the thought, birthday. Uh, well, wait, are you inducing? Uh, planned cesarean. Oh, interesting. Locked in. Not gonna, Appointment not gonna made. Pop it, not going to pop it out? No, too posh to push. 
Stell dir vor, du Bursch. <lacht> oh, Jesus. That's I just fair enough, I guess. That. I was like, yeah, nah, never mind, actually. We don't need to get into the details. But yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, 30th cool. of November. Oh, look, a month after me. That's sick. Yeah, there you go. Forever overshadowing your birthday. Forever. Oh, no, I come first. So it's actually more important. And everyone wastes a good surprise on me. And then the baby comes and everyone's like, oh, whatever. Uh, cool. Well, uh, do, you, do you know boy girl yet? Or you're no. Not, you're not going to do it? No. I'm sensing, I'm sensing a boy. I'm just going to be honest. I'm really hanging my hat on it being a girl. <laughs> Why? And Why do you want? What's what's the draw there? I like the idea of being the girl dad. The girl dad is a cooler situation. You can tell all the your um, girl dad. Yeah, the girl dad is a cooler dad. I've decided. That's true. I guess like girls are rad though. Like I've got they early are. nieces and they're all pretty sick. So. Yeah, I got a little. My only niece. concern with 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 girls is I feel like girls in high school just have a way worse, more complex, difficult time. You know what I mean? The counterpoint being that little boys are fucking animals. They're and just, they're gross. But actually, yeah. girls are pretty gross little too. Like, all kids are just kind of gross when they're little. Actually. It's snotty and gross, you know? A f- well, a fun, a fun thing is Aaron just uh, tried out our brand new um, booger remover device upon me. It's like an Yuck, infant. Dude. Yeah, it's for like sucking Look, you know boogers you know out You know what's really of, funny? Oh, I'm, I'm hyper aware of what these <laughs> are. And you know what's really funny is there's going to come a point where you realize the booger remover just doesn't work. Mm. And you're really going to look at your wife differently when you see her suck on your son or daughter's nose. Oh, she'll do it too. She's a monster. I don't. I don't yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a real, real eye-opening moment for mm. you, I think, because uh, that is going to happen. And I've seen it with my sister-in-law. Oh no. Oh well, okay. Um, no, it's you see it all. Once you've seen like the the small child's like in alien, like their limbs pushing against the stomach from the inside, like oh, you're yeah. ready. Like for you can it. almost see a footprint. Yeah, and it's... kick from the inside. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Well, uh, after that, I guess we can just pretty much give up on this podcast because you won't have time. And if what we should do is just a one once a month baby daddy podcast where you talk about it and I just am that guy without a baby who enjoys life. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Um, now, really quickly, before we get into what we've been playing, Cass, No, yeah, I need an update on you. It's been, it's been two weeks, so give me something. I gave you just gold then, unending gold. No, we were chatting. We were good. We don't have time for more, dude. We've been talking for way too long, so this we're going to move right along. But we're going to skip what we've been playing for right now. We'll come back to that in a little bit. And we're going to make up for the lost episode and kind of run you through what happened last week that you didn't even know. You didn't even know. You don't have a phone. You have no internet. There's no way you could have known what happened without us, and mm. we let you down. So we have to make up for that, plus a little extra that, came, that happened this week. But it's all related. So we're going to go back to the good old-fashioned quickfire news. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Now I'm going to do it this time, and I'm going to do it the way Quickfire News was always intended to be done. Are <laughs> you ready for this, Kale? Are you ready? Am I? Do I even comment, or do I just sit here? You'll see. It's up to you. Just right, react well. when you feel like it's necessary to react. Okay. Dead Space Five remake will now be shot in one shot, like God of War. No cuts, just one continuous take. Kale, what do you think of that? That's cool. Death to loading screens, I say. They're always shit. Horizon Zero Dawn remaster for PS5, reportedly in development. Mm. Now, important to know, not a remake. Everyone seems to be blowing up about a remake. It is not a remake. It is much akin to The Last of Us remastered, which was about the same time difference between that and that to this and this. 
So everyone chill the fuck out. Kale thoughts. I certainly care less than other people. I kind of, I don't really hate this. I, like, it's good. Just don't play it. That's what I say. Yeah. I don't want it. Lee Disco Elysium devs involuntary left Studio Zaum sequel still in the works. Sad news for fans hoping for the sequel to live up to the original. Kale, I know you're sad. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is a bummer. I love Disco Elysium. This almost certainly guarantees... It's like... It would be like if Hideo Kojima left midway during the next Metal Gear Solid. It's like... Death Stranding. You should have said Death Stranding. It was more relevant. Well, that is more relevant, but... I don't uh, know if he can make Metal Gear Solid anymore. And he did leave. <laughs> not midway through, though, did he? No, it's true. It's true. Uh, no, I don't think so. But I think it was a bit tumultuous during Metal Gear Solid 5. 5? 5. five. This, yeah, just, this sucks. Nope, sorry, we're continuing <laughs> on. Just like Sony will continue to make PS4 games moving forward like greedy dummies. But also, I thought about this when I wrote like greedy dummies and realized that maybe I'm just being a bit of an elitist saying that they should only make PS5 games when there is 20-something million PS4s in the world. But hey, I am an elitist and they suck. Yeah, agreed. Um, PS5 forever. God of War Ragnarok game length is slightly longer than the original. It's about 40 hours compared to... God of War 2018 is like 30 to 35 hours, so enjoy more boy. Yeah, uh, this one is a positive. a bad boy. I'm going to do boy again. Enjoy more boy. Boy. Better. That was good. That was a mm. good one. I used yeah, that. Cool, 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 cool. I used that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game length, Kale? It's too long, too short? Just right. No, it's good. And again, we went pretty deep on this last week, but it's actually more side content. The main story is roughly the same length, but there's like twice as much side content, which I'm down for. Tight, 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 tight. Speaking of God of War, something that came out this week, this is a little addendum to the quick oh. fire of last week, but for this week it's felt relevant. I also didn't have too much to say about it in the full news write-ups. But God of War Ragnarok has gone gold ahead of its November release date on PS5 and PS4. Yay. Yay. That was quite efficient. Thank you, Kale. This is how Quickfire was intended, and I let you take the reins on it, and I felt like it always fell a little bit. You know, it just went too long, and it just melded into the news we care about. But now, Kale, before we get into the news that we care about, tell me more about games you've played this week. Um, So, more Wrath of the Righteous. Uh, we spoke about this on the Lost episode, but I reviewed it for Push Square. Uh, loved it. Um, gave it a, a very impressive nine. Um, push square is I actually looked at your review and I didn't see a number and I maybe I was looking at the wrong spot. I really it it's at the bottom. Me. You've got to. I like, looked at the bottom. I don't read reviews. I scroll to yeah, the bottom yeah, and the see thing the is, number. Like, <laughs> if you read the words and follow them, and when you get to the end of it, uh, there'll be a number and you can see that. I swear on my phone, it was not giving me a number. I'm not even joking. I really, really looked. Glowing review. Highly recommend if you are a certain damaged individual like myself, or if you just like RPGs because it's a really good one. And there's nothing well, else really like it on PlayStation, except for Kingmaker, uh, its predecessor. I, I see you've got some cons here, and one of them yeah. still has some bugs. What are the bugs? What bugs did you encounter? Um, I just got, like, the odd crash. Um, like a couple full, of, like, like, textures. Back to the system menu. Yeah, stuff. but uh, unlike your issues with uh, Disco Elysium, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, it quick saves fairly regularly, and you have a... Sorry, it auto-saves, and you have a quick save. So you can mm. be... <laughs> yeah, two buttons, you've saved the, the thing. It's really good. Yeah, okay, cool. Fair enough. I should... I really don't know. I should look into it because I should love it. Like, in theory, I should really like this I'd game. I'd be fascinated. Like D &D. But I, I just didn't get into the first one. But And, and my problem, as I kind of mentioned to you before we started recording, is I just... I have so many games I'm playing right now. Yeah. And I really am struggling to, like, finish anything. I'm just playing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I'm just not getting very far. 
Um, you know what but, I think uh, the trick is? Uh, there hasn't been many, like, shorter games lately. Like, I think uh, A Plague Tale Requiem comes out very shortly. Very and that's going to be nice. That's like a 12 to 15 hour game or something. Even, Maybe slightly yeah. longer. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm struggling because I'm like I, I was playing some Slime Rancher, I was playing some more Cyberpunk, and I'm still I, I started up Disco Elysium a little bit more as well, which I think the game I think I wasn't destined to finish that game because I died reading a postcard or a letter, and then <laughs> I'd lost like an hour and a half of a save, and then I tried to play it again, and then it crashed on me, and I lost another hour or so. And I've actually been thinking about this, and I wonder if it's just. Like, maybe Wrath of the Righteous isn't for you because, like Disco Elysium, it's a CRPG. And if you don't have that, like, institutional memory, like, the like just the muscle memory where you just quick save before you do anything, anything at all. I, w- I wish there was a... Because I know on, on PC you'll have, like, a, a function button you can push that'll just quick save, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish there was a button like that on PlayStation. Where it would I could be just nice. Be, like, where, I don't know, like, double press your PlayStation button or, like... It'll just I'll long press your PlayStation button or quick save. And I know that's not a thing, uh, that's, but I want it to be. Again, it's a very tiny thing, but Wrath of the Righteous, you hit options and then immediately X, and that's a quick save. And then it just saves and quits the menu. Okay, that's 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 pretty good. I feel like Disco Elysium isn't like you hit you hit option, then you have to go down one or two, yeah. and then you hit save, which is a bit of a bummer. I just need to learn the lesson. And then the crash was where I was like, okay, this game hates me and it doesn't want me to finish. I also don't really know where I'm going or what I'm doing, but I guess that's sort of the I just point. have to, I know, I just kind of have to follow. It. I've got like a whole journal of like things to look for and investigate. So I just have to follow that a little bit, but I'm getting there. It can be very confusing because some of them are quite esoteric and others you just don't solve for a long time. It's like not like yeah. they're real quests where you just like... They even gave me some heads up on it because the armor where I've, I was like, I'm going to find all bits of the armor and they were like, yeah. okay, but this is going to take you a long time. You literally find the last piece like a second before the end of the game, I believe. So it's like yeah, a whole yeah. game long situation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, playing some Disco Elysium a little bit when I I can't do it too late at night because it is just kind of like reading a book and I will fall yeah. asleep immediately. Uh, but if I weekends as usual when I was playing that and then uh, still playing Cyberpunk, still grinding through it slowly. But I have definitely made decent progress. I went to a story mission and I went to go in the door and it says this is the point of no return. So I must be getting towards the end of Cyberpunk. I'm not going to talk about it because I talk about it all the time. I like it. I just don't love it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I feel about Cyberpunk. Uh, and then getting back into some Slime Rancher, I convinced Emily to start one. So she was playing it too. And it was interesting because when I try, I was playing it and she was like, can I have a go? I gave her a go, but she couldn't figure out the camera. Like she, you know, like you haven't played a game ever in your whole yeah. life. And when it's like you have to move and use a camera, she just couldn't do it. So I, I made her play it. I didn't make her actually. She was she asked me about it. And I was like, just play it when I'm not there. It'll be way less pressure than you yeah, having me sitting good next advice. to you and you not knowing what's going on. So she did that. She started a farm and she got like, further than me quicker than me because i told her just to go straight for that laboratory and like not fuck around yeah her farm was in- inefficient though it was not efficient i didn't i wasn't appreciative of it i was like this is all over the place there's no order <laughs> you don't have enough slimes i don't know what's going on it's a very fascinating thing seeing the the non-gamer try and navigate a three-dimensional camera and like yeah. you, you want to be supportive but few things fill me with more fury than to see it not done correctly. That's fair. I'm a more patient person. I was trying to give tips where I could, but also I could just tell that she was getting like a little bit stressed, especially when like there's like dark slimes that come out and you've got to kind of deal with them. And she just did not have the motor skills. Uh, and I, I find it really funny that 
when someone who doesn't isn't used to playing on a controller mm. with a camera is trying to aim, they typically don't mm. aim with the camera side. They'll just like strafe until the crosshair is in position. You know what I mean? It's very it's just, awkward. Like, funny little things. And I don't think it helped that when we would take turns and like when I took control, I was like sprinting everywhere, jetpacking, like strafing and like throwing the camera around. I'm like shooting my plots into things like into the little machine while I'm still in the air and my jetpack. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably making this look easy, but it probably took me 20 <laughs> years to be able to do the things that I'm doing right now. So don't you certainly take it for granted. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a long Second nature, really. Yeah. Like, even the point where I'm like, oh, just hit R2. And she was like, R2? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd try having a household with a Switch and a PlayStation and be like, hit X. I still maintain the best strategy. Depends on who we're talking to, I guess. But, like, I just, I talk PlayStation to everyone. Like, if yeah. it's, like, if I know that you have a PlayStation, we just use PlayStation words. It's always triangle, square. I think that Xbox having X and on the, like, where square is and not, where crosses is just the craziest thing. Yeah, it's very... I'm like, I just need that to be... There needs to be a, <laughs> a structure that everyone agrees upon, a setup, you know, but it'll never happen. So. Okay, Govinda, what about some news that we actually care about? Govinda, Hideo Kojima is at it again. He's cryptically revealing something and we don't know what it is. It all seems to revolve around this supposed Death Stranding 2. Have you seen these teasers getting about? No, I haven't. I'm looking at one of the tweets now that's on Push Square. The answer to who at TGS will be in the next where? I had, yeah. a, I had an inflection there implying there's a question mark at the end. There is no question mark at the end, but where is in parentheses, in, uh, in uh, quotation, quotation marks. marks. It's, you're, you're not wrong. This is as esoteric as he likes to be. It is a, well, look, I, I'm going to spoil something for you in the next story here. This is L Fanning. <gasps> this was the tease... <sighs> Of what? who is going to be in the next, the next? You uh, mean you mean fans who did a little bit of like investigative journalism immediately after seeing that silhouette who, and got it right within like an hour? Yeah, I did actually see some <laughs> um, some smooth brain situation going on where people were like comparing earlobes and things to like precisely figure out who smooth this was. Brain, dude, that's rough brain, baby. Is it? They, yeah, smooth brain means they're dumb. Oh, okay. Well. It's pretty smooth brain of me, wasn't it? Did I get it right? That was, that was a pretty smooth brain move right there, buddy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, people, internet sleuths. Sleuths? Sleuths, yeah. yeah. Sleuths got this right, honestly, felt like within an hour. So it kind of really took the wind out of the sails of Kojima's surprise, didn't it? Well, this was revealed, and now we've had the tease of another actress, and this is the where that he alluded to. There seems <gasps> to be a who and a where. Um, we don't know who the second actress is. Or if it is an actress at all, actually, it it, it it appears to be. It appears to be. What was there another? Was there another silhouetted photo? Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. It's Where in the it? uh, next story. Uh, I'm looking at the next story, dude, and I just see Elle Fanning's face. With <laughs> so uh, if you I? scroll down, uh, there's a four, a lot of four, where you will see Elle Fanning's face revealed, and then the final one is a where am I? So, as we said, uh, there's some very strong speculation that th whatever this is, is Death Stranding 2. There was that recent leak of uh, PS5 projects. That was actually last week. Uh, we went into it I a actually more. took it out of the uh, quick fire because it, it didn't tell us a whole lot. Yeah, and it kind of involved. It was all code names. It just said what engines they were on and who was kind of involved with them. It didn't tell us a lot, but it was a leaked Excel spreadsheet, essentially. Yeah. Games PlayStation's working on at the moment. Isn't it funny how quickly the move, the news cycle moves? Like that's already like, 
you know, old news. <laughs> Get with the times. So, yeah, I don't know so about De- this. This is so Death um, Stranding 2. What, do we know where it is, though? No. Um, where is it, Kale? Quite frankly, I can barely remember how the first one ended. I know it got pretty wacky at the Shut end. Shut up. I haven't finished it. I, that's another one. I've really got to finish it. I'm you got to get this done. That, I'm not even that far off. I just don't. I just play my PC too much. The PC ruined me, honestly. We always knew this would be the case. We joked. We laughed. And look at you now. And now here it is. Honestly, it's really ruined me. Also, oh, God, I try to play Overwatch on Emily's internet. It was, it was undo. I can't play it there. It's unplayable. <laughs> honestly, it's so bad. I was shocking. But anyway, that's a quick side note. How good is, just as another side note, and it is relevant, how good is the marriage of the high-end PC and the DualSense controller? Pretty nice. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I actually <laughs> don't think... No, I'm, like, I'm dead serious. I... I always have it plugged in because I think that wireless, I have like crazy oh, yeah. input lag. I keep mine wired. Yeah. So I just don't like fun. that. I think that's pretty bad. Mm. Like I honestly, if Xbox, if an Xbox controller doesn't do that, I'd probably just rather go buy one of those for my PC. I have the, the pro controller. I prefer the, the dual sense. It's, it's almost too heavy. The pro. It is a little, but I also like that about it, but it's neither here Thought, nor there. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're getting in the weeds. Okay, Govinda, this one's an interesting one. It looks like the Decima engine, uh, Guerrilla Games' proprietary engine, is being leveraged by several other studios, uh, according to PlayStation Studios' bigwig Herman Holst. This is pretty interesting. This was like a... This was... Yeah, I guess. I, I remember when like Decima was unveiled and it was like going to be the be-all, end-all. Um, did they actually start Killzone on it, or was did it start with Horizon? Uh, I have a feeling... Oh, I actually don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Killzone Shadowfall was, was the, the first, first one, engine, the first PS4. Possibly not. It could have been. It could have started with Horizon. But mm. to be fair, like this, this is all coming from that leaked like SIE document that we were just talking about yeah, that's a little right. bit ago. And to be fair, most of the games using the Decima engine are like Horizon games. Like Gorilla's doing an online Horizon, apparently a remaster. Uh, Horizon to open world, I assume maybe DLC, which will be Decima. There's also, it says Horizon to studio to be confirmed open world on Decima on PC. So I assume a PC mm. port. And then there's, we've got Kojima Project Ocean, which we presume to be Death Stranding 2 is on Decima. And I mean, famously, Kojima, remember he had his world tour where he like traveled the world looking and investigating an engine for Death Stranding and he chose Decima. He chose Decima because Death Stranding, the original Death Stranding is on Decima as well. The only other one on this list right now, which is not either Gorilla and Horizon or Kojima, is Ballistic Moon, uh, apparently doing a survival horror game, codename Bates. I don't know if that's a official oh. name or everything, but uh, that's going to be on the desk mansion too. But I don't really like it's not that many games, really. It's just, I mean, it's look, I'm sure there's worse as a non technical person, like Forbidden West looked and ran really well. So good job. Oh, no, I, I presume <laughs> the engine itself is actually very good. It depends, I assume, what you're wanting to do, you know, like you not every. Not every engine can do every sort of game. And yeah. I think there were times where people learned that the hard way. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but uh Um What was the what was the what's I'd, like the battlefield engine for Battlefront and Battlefield? It wasn't uh Frostbite? It was Frostbite. Yeah. I think Frostbite is what they They tried to put an RPG on it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just that? like this was not designed to do that. And I actually think it was also when we had oh. rumors of Battlefield doing a uh, battle royale 
And then they were just like, it just doesn't, like, it just doesn't work. Like, the engine was not designed for this. Was it Mass Effect Andromeda that they tried to put on it? Maybe, yeah. It maybe was. It was. I, wow, I yeah. really reached for that one. But Was it... Uh, Andromeda. Was Star Wars on there? Was the Star Wars um, Fallen Order? Was that... No, I don't have that here. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where I pulled that one from. Uh, EA but Andromeda was a hot three. mess when it came out. Yeah, right? so. absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, not every engine is suitable for every task, so... It ma- I guess it makes sense in my mind that Death Stranding was on Decima because it is an open-world 3D action game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, look, that's fine. It's it's interesting that there aren't um, so many proprietary engines as there used to be. It seems like everyone's coalescing around Unreal 5 and it looks like Decima um, for the future. <laughs> yeah, look, I think EA is still going to be using Frostbite when they can because, like, Frostbite for... Battlefield is rad. It's just yeah. Battlefield 2042 is horrific. But if you look back at Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, they were spectacular looking games. Especially 1. I almost want to play Battlefield 1 again because I remember running through like the, the trenches and explosions going off. There's lots of gas everywhere. And it was just like so immersive and awesome. I will say this about Battlefield 2042. I did note that there is a, um, a Liquidators uh limited time event it's being billed as a uh, tactical conquest experience all infantry small scale it sounded interesting to me but this is how they get you they really it win. is uh, look I-, I wouldn't be against trying it again at some point because it is going to get better and i think new maps sort of not new maps but like they you know they renovated maps i'm gonna call it renovated yeah they reworked they, them. they just made them look look grittier and have more cover everywhere because that was a big problem you're just like i'm in an open area in a battlefield apparently and there's no yeah. cover there's no sandbags there's nothing so they've reworked a lot of the maps and once all of that's kind of done i'm like i'm not against going in there and giving it a red hot crack it's no. it's got to be better than it was because it was pretty fucked maybe i shouldn't have told callum not to buy it because it was awful which I did just yesterday. <laughs> well, see, the, 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 the problem we have now is that when we played that kind of Battlefield-like mode in the Call of Duty beta, I was like, this is pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty pretty excited for that. There's, God, we've got some games coming. Yeah. 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 But anyway, Decima Engine. It's good. Is good. I wonder what, how it stacks up to Unreal Engine 5, because Unreal Engine 5 is really being touted as like... It looks incredible. Names. I just know uh, literally nothing. Literally nothing at all about yeah, you are a any dumb, dumb. You're a smooth, smooth brain. <laughs> Moving right along, Govinda, the Callisto Protocol is looking to be a gory good time for horror fans when it launches. And guess what? It was one of those weeks where we learnt how long games are. So this one is roughly 12 to 14 hours long. I like that. Yeah, that's a me good, too. That's a good number. It's just... Enough to be invested, but not yeah. too long that it, like I'm kind of like trudging through the end of it you know what i mean so I'm, I'm down with that this is in december the 2nd of december so again sneaking up we learned this from a new interview with mp first uh, a website who has been getting some scoops in the last week this was an interview with glenn schofield the director at striking distance studios who revealed the game's length and also talked about these beta paths which are pretty interesting apparently well from what they sound like well i'll just I'll just let him him go. He said, quote, they can't they come later in the game, but some of them are so freaking cool and we don't know we don't tell you where they are or how many they are, but if you really explore, the game might be longer. What what this 
it's fragmented, but he's talking about there's certain points in the game where you can diverge and take a different path to the ending of the game. He refers to them as beta paths. Oh, I was confused by the title because it sounded like, in my head, I was thinking there was like a, a beta to test the game that no. will give you something in the game. But yeah, I, okay. That, it's that kind of like if the alpha path is the main yeah, yeah, story like storyline. Yeah, yeah. So, But a game and you choose it. It's interesting, though, because like I, I read this whole thing and it's like, is this just publisher speak i mean like that's spin what, that's um, what i was thought about in media i was like is this real or is it like when mass effect 3 said that everything you did mattered yeah <laughs> or like or like when your parents said you're gonna be something one day yeah like yeah when they told you you weren't an accident yeah just like that yeah. schofield <laughs> so that's cool uh, um looking forward to cool. it. I, i'm a little skeptical i'd like to see I'd like to see an example of it, but obviously that might that's a bit spoilery, so obviously you can't really get a taste for it. That's something about this game where I just feel like I haven't... I'm going to probably play it, but it is one where I'm kind of waiting for reviews because we haven't seen a lot, and what we have seen has been like three gameplay demos that all look pretty much the same. Uh, I'm going to play it. I think it's going to be good. i got a feeling Okay, well, then it. I'll play it because I'll get it for free. Uh, worth noting, the original <laughs> Dead Space, which Glenn Schofield had a a big hand in uh, was also around 13 hours long so this is pretty pretty I powerful I finished the original I think 2 was the one I played like the most and actually got through and 3 really bugged me well 3 was awful uh, 1 was way too scary and 2 was like sort of the Mass Effect 2 where like they really in my opinion nailed it but they also like there is a school of thought where it, it got too streamlined and lost some of its scares it- it reminds me kind of like of a uh, a Demon Souls to Dark Souls jump because the yeah. first one was very much like rougher you're in a very small area and you're wrapping around and kind of unlocking doors and doing the different routes kind of and going back to places you've been to already. Yeah, much more um intimate too. Whereas like the second mm. game, it became more about like they're big enough. It got, it got a little more actiony. You yeah. can that might be a negative. I thought it was a positive. <laughs> yeah, but that's like what people said about Bioshock Infinite, and I think the action part was sick, and I had a great time, so here we are. We're uh, very much on the record about how much better Bioshock Infinite is than most people think. Gameplay-wise, specifically. But the setting was awesome. Anyway. Moving right along, Govinda, uh, Demon Souls remake developer Bluepoint Games assisted on God of War Ragnarok, uh, which, as you said, heroically, has now gone gold. And... We'll have this time next month, which is pretty cool to think. Oh, yeah. We'll be into it. Like, we'll be several days into it. You get just enough time. You have three weeks, roughly, Mm. to finish it before you have no time to play games anymore. Your job job is your saving grace. The only reason you'll get to play games is because you technically have to. I'm going to negotiate. uh, I want to institute a standing Warhammer session. That's going to be my fucking light in the darkness. The um the beacon of hope. Oh yeah, I'm down. Will. I'm 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 down. I can you make mean that with your work. wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who listens? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, good luck. Uh, thank you. I would if I was going to choose, I would probably want to keep it on the Sunday that we do. That would that'll work for me too. Yeah. It's a, it'll give us more time in theory. Uh, yeah, but we'll see how you go. Weekends are not going to be yours soon. So. Oh, d- dude, definitely. There's no issues with me playing the game with a with a baby on my chest. We we know that doesn't affect the uh, gameplay experience for everyone involved, does it? Well, honestly, it couldn't be more stop starting than Warhammer Three multiplayer already yeah. is. So honestly, I, I'm not against that as long as you mute yourself if your baby's being annoying. They will be too. They will be. But in a cute way, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. I don't know. 
As long as it looks like Aaron, then yes. If it looks like you, then it'll be a weird kidding, dude? Pumpkin, Have you seen my pumpkin way. Beautiful green eyes. That's what we want. We want that. Yeah, the to come eyes. Through. That's it, dude. That's they are it. beautiful, though. You admitted Everything that. Else. Right here. Although the baby will be born with your hairline, almost certainly. So that's <sighs> low blow. It was. It's a low blow. I couldn't help it, but that's because babies are typically born bald. Although you could have one of those weird babies that's born with like a full head of hair, which is real creepy and weird. I don't think that's happening in um, our genetic line. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> uh, there's also. Have you seen uh, babies that are fo- born with like proper teeth? No, I don't like that. I don't like yeah, that at it's all. Weird, dude. A baby with a smile, like a full teethy smile, is fucking creepy. I also, I really don't like this whole um, umbilical hanging around situation. I really don't like that at all. I thought that was a joke in uh, Freddy Got Fingered. I thought that was a no. joke. A funny no, joke. No, it's real life. And wait until... I can't believe you didn't know that until now. And also wait until like the first diaper. Apparently it's brutal. It's just, just like ludicrous. black, toxic sludge. Jesus Christ, what black have I done? my heart. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's too much more to go on with that. Wait, but- what are we talking about? Oh, Blue Point helping on God of War. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I think this just goes to show a little bit that a lot of the acquisitions that PlayStation have made in recent years have not just been to make games, but have been as support yeah, on and other games. It's definitely worth considering. Like, I have Demon Souls always installed on my PS5. I want to, like, try and slowly get trophies for it. That's just something I've been working on uh, for, like, six months. <laughs> but it How is... many times have you played it in six months? Only a couple, but I've, you know... I beat, I beat the game once through. Well, I'm I, just, with you. Uh, I get you, but it just seems like a, it's weird. But it is... You almost forget because it was that launch game. Like, it really is virtually unrivaled as a standalone PS5 game. It's still the best-looking game I've seen that has a native release. That being said, I haven't played The Last of Us Part 1, but it is ludicrous. I, and I get it that it's a remake, but it looks ludicrously good. Oh, it looks, it looks really good, but I don't think it's the best game we've seen, the best-looking game we've seen. I think it is. Give me an no, example. I think Hor- Horizon, it looks better. Not an exclusive. It's not an exclusive. Yes, a PS5 is. exclusive, I mean. Oh, you mean not a PS4 mm. exclusive. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. That's a different, it's a different yeah, art style. Yeah, challenge. Like, it's, because got, it's, it's, it's got the full ray tracing and it's got a, a lot of stuff. It runs better. It has full ray tracing. I guess I mean. And it looks like a Pixar movie. Yeah, more like realistic. <laughs> like a more realistic style of game, whereas that's a animated style of game. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know one exists. Which must be PS5 right. exclusive is bullshit. No, that's not true. I'm gonna fight you. Speaking of bullshit, Govinda, HBO or at least someone encouraged uh, Bella Ramsey, the Last of Us TV series Ellie, not to play the video games. It's actually not bullshit. I don't really care. I actually have no problem with that. <laughs> I I get it. Like I I totally get it. When yeah. You, it, if you're gonna do this role, I guess you kind of wanted to make it your own. And if you what if you play the game, you will unintentionally adopt characteristics of the character, which you may yeah. want to do. Uh, but at the same time, like I don't know, I kind of want it to be relatively true to the, the game. And you do have to. I can't help but wonder, like, yeah, Neil Druckmann's on set, and Pedro Pascal's like, and he goes on in the in an interview with. GQ to be like, yeah, I tried playing it, but I couldn't. Uh, but I watched my nephew play it for a little while, but then I had to go. <laughs> and you're like, 
you're Joel, dude. <laughs> do, you, do you know what that means? <laughs> do you have any yeah, idea? I don't know. It's interesting because, like, do you want someone who is, like, obsessed with the game and has played it, like, a, a bunch of times and whatever? Just to, because I feel like then you get someone who's literally just kind of mimicking Troy yeah. and stuff. Or do you want someone to kind of bring their own to it? I, I'm a little bit torn either way. and I I certainly get it. I certainly get the reasoning why, but there's just a little niggling at the back of my mind where I'm like, I don't know, like watch a playthrough or something. Like, did <laughs> you do that? Or? Nah, yeah, look, I could go both ways. I, this, okay, whatever. I just, I don't know. I'm not sold on this show yet either. I'm, I don't like shows anymore, I think. I don't know. I was watching Lord of the Rings and I was like a little bit. Uh, I will so say, I'll, because we just, this is the ongoing narrative of our lives. I think House of the Dragon is kicking up. I think that's going to end strong, I hope. But yeah. I've I've gotten more lukewarm on Rings of Power. Rings of Power, yeah, me too, me too. It just didn't really, you know, it's it's over for the that's the season finale. No, I think there's one more, isn't there? I thought there was only eight, and the eighth one was out already. I will say that fucking end where they're like, like the title card comes up and it's like Mordor, and you're like, yeah, we fucking get it. Of course it is. Like that yeah, just felt I, so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, obviously, and let's be real, right? And I'm, I could be ruining everyone's life by saying this right now but the guy who fell from the sky is Gandalf for sure well that's what I've said but Callum yelled me down for that one no I I, I would back it 100% one Gandalf is meant to be like what 40,000 years old or something ridiculous well the one that I am more conflicted on I mean it's possible he is Sauron but no I reckon he's I reckon he's Gandalf because it also would explain his weird little relationship with the hobbits in the movie and everything and like the, and the Hobbit true. book and stuff. It explains that a lot more because he just, that's how he kind of learnt about Middle Earth. But anyway. And again, I feel like you're stealing my position. This is my position. I believe that he's Gandalf, but I'm also just like exploring other positions, right? I just don't want it to be positioned like... It sounds like you <laughs> don't believe it and you're trying to convince me otherwise. And that was... I, I actually brought that up. So it sounds like it is my position and that was what I just said. So I think it is my position. But continue with your other positions. Answer me I just have the then. one position, though. No, well, that was my position, and you've No, well, I just have the one. You seem to have multiple, so you seem to be a bit tossing up between multiple. Like a I new renter, you've position. moved into the house that I built, and I've Yeah, but it's it. now my house because I have it legally by contract. Yeah, but I built and, it. Yeah, but <laughs> I it's, built it. it's also, but it is mine, whereas you seem to have a few, like, different properties, and mm. while you've built a few of them mm. in investments and whatever, this is mine, and you have a bunch of other ones, so you've been <laughs> I have a lot of memories there, is what I'm trying to say. Riddle me this then. Who is Sauron? Who is Sauron? Who is Sauron? I don't know Sauron? if we've seen Sauron yet. I think it's either got to be Hal Brand, right? Or he could be a, a witch, uh, like the witch king or a wraith, yeah. Yeah. The leader of the ring wraiths. Or it's the little kid, the annoying one. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, I could see the little kid. Because my, they- my assumption is that Sauron will be like possess someone essentially, right? My thinking was, I thought they'd alluded, this is fucked, this is a PlayStation podcast, but I thought they'd <laughs> referenced that he was back already, and that he was back. Yeah, but think about, it. in Lord of the Rings, he's quote-unquote back, but he's just a fucking eye in a tower, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So, like, what does back really mean? Uh, I would put my money on the kid, because I reckon he touched that sword, and that sword is doing something to him, but who really knows? I... I don't know. I just feel like we've watched eight episodes and not like stuff has happened, obviously, but not that much stuff. I will say this, and this isn't my point. It kind of pisses me off that there's like this whole narrative where like the dwarven mithril is somehow going to give the elves their magic back, which doesn't seem substantiated by anything. The only reference to mithril in Lord of the Rings is that 
that's what Bilbo's chainmail is made out of. That's the only time you talk about it. And now it's like somehow the last hope of the elves. Like they need enough physical Surely mithril. that has to be based in something. I don't know. And the other thing that kind of pisses me off is when I found out they've got enough content for five seasons and it's already been greenlit for a second, but you're like, oh, shit, this is going to go all the way up to the start of the first Lord of the Rings movie and the final battle with Sauron. Like that's Surely where it'll not. end. Sure. Well, okay, but 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 the the final battle with Sauron at the start of the movie is like even before the Hobbit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not going up to Lord of the Rings, but it's going up to that first scene where you yeah, see. Yeah, sorry, uh, I misspoke. Where you see Isildur not throw the ring into the into throw the, it into the fire, Isildur. Isildur, <laughs> destroy it. It's funny too because like we're watching it and like stuff happens and I I immediately am like, well, I know Gladriel's not dead. Like I know she's not dead, and I know Isildur's not dead. Yeah, it's true. It's tough. It's hard and to And like, uh, whatever happens, like, I know things because I've watched the movies. But anyway, are we, do we play PlayStation or do we watch? Oh, uh, we should. We should. We should. We should. Uh, that's all I really have to say about that. They didn't play it and that's fine, I guess. Moving on. Govinda, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will also require a linked phone number in order to play. I say also because last week in the last episode, we talked about Overwatch 2's requirement that you have a linked active not prepaid phone number, so a phone number on a plan in order to play, which is a fucking hurdle. I the think. best thing ever is that no one knows if we actually spoke about that or not. And I'm going to tell you right now, we didn't because I deleted it before we started recording. God damn but it. But you are right. They did require a phone number. And then this week they were like, nah, don't worry about it. And they got rid of that. <laughs> but it's fascinating because Overwatch 2 is a Blizzard game. Call of Duty, Activision, Activision Blizzard is the parent company. Like, they already made this mistake last week, and now they come out and be like, our other game... Uh, when did they come out with this? Yesterday? Was this yesterday, day before yesterday? Uh, it was yesterday. Yeah, that's when it started Interesting, getting... yeah, because literally, like, the day before is when they were like, yeah, you don't need it for Overwatch anymore, don't Super worry about it. And I've already done it. I was already a sucker, and they've already got my phone number, and I'm upset about it. They're going to send you dick pics late at night, and not good ones either. Like, not ah, well-produced... Damn. Like dark. I was and, hoping like good know. lighting and stuff at no, least. No, no lighting. Like I'm thinking like from the bottom up with their face in the background like, looking like down with the double chins. <laughs> That's Fuck the worst me. one. And sweaty too. <laughs> really? Mostly balls. Mostly balls. <laughs> oh, right. And soft. Anyway, uh, I don't really care about this. I know people do. Well, I don't imagine this is going to last, honestly. I don't think this makes it to release. I'm going to say it. I'm going to let you in on a secret here, because again, I wrote this story, and I, I like to do a little thing which I call uh, sitting on the fence, whereas you sort of position it as a, it's like, this is a negative thing, but at the same time, you do this for other things, like Google. You give them your number, so ultimately, we end up in the middle, and then we all go home. <laughs> That's a little trick. That's what I mean. I, people really just, people love to be mad about something. I honestly really struggle to be on Twitter. At the moment, because like, I especially gaming Twitter, it is just such a disgusting cesspit of negativity and poking each other and console warring. And I really hate it. And so stuff like this, I feel like people just love to latch on to is like, well, fucking Acti- I'm glad Activision and Blizzard aren't on PlayStation because fucking it's the worst company in the world. They're taking my phone number. <laughs> I'm like, fuck off. I will say like it's there fine. is. I have to say this because. uh contractually required to but there is like a better class of discourse and it begins and ends with the pixel podcast network of Inda. it's an elevated series of takes where it doesn't have to devolve into what you're describing cultured intellectual people like you and i can lead the discussion 
and we can rise above this pointless console war that we've lost so many to. And it's yeah, just it is a true. That, that is what I like about it. That is definitely what I like about it. But I will say one thing just to wrap that up. Mm. Fuck Xbox. It's the worst. It, it's a bit stinky. <laughs> Especially now that I can do I'm it totally all on my kidding. PC. I have, a, PC. I have a PC, dude. I'm fucking all for Xbox Game Pass, baby. It's rad. Yeah, I can say this as a former Xbox. I fucking hate that thing now because I can just do it on PC. There's no reason to no, ever have that console. No, you don't hate it. You don't hate it. You do, You like it because you can do it on PC. Yeah, that's fine. But the console is dead and gone to me. It died years ago. <laughs> it's irrelevant. It's, it is interesting. I saw something about like how much money, like how Game Pass isn't sustainable and someone was crunching the numbers. And it was billions. Someone, someone was really funny and they were like, did anyone crunch the numbers when Netflix was just pumping out content after content? And yeah, like, and they didn't, hemorrhaging. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. They were already there. Like, they, everyone used it. It was ubiquitous. It didn't matter that it was hemorrhaging oh, money. I- and then, and then it did matter mm. because their stock price plummeted and they were like, we need to start charging people for using it in, mul- in multiple, like, using one family for multiple people and like, duh. So, <laughs> maybe it will eventually collapse on Xbox as well, but I doubt it because they are made of money. To finish up, Govinda, uh, Overwatch 2. We've been talking about it on and off. I've iterated to you that... Iterated? Stated. Stated to you that I would You've like to You've stated. Play this the game has merely iterated. Continue. Upon itself. Uh, Overwatch 1.5. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to play more of it, um, but it's had a fucking really rough week. For anyone counting at home, they've been hit with three separate DDoS attacks, which has made the game unplayable. I'm sorry. Do you call it DDoS? DDoS, yeah, it's a DDoS attack, a uh, direct D- denial of service attack. DDoS, but continue. Fuck. I've never heard it called a DDoS in my whole life. It is I, a I call it a DDoS. I actually like DDoS, dude. I'm not rocking it at all. I just, I've only ever he- heard it called a DDoS attack. Do you call uh, Solid Snake's dog DDoS? Okay, so actually really interesting, really <laughs> interesting that we're talking about mispronouncing weird things that we, that we have no way to know the correct way in the first place. But obviously, Blink-182 have reunited. They're going on tour. This is the big news of the day. Oh, I'm yeah. very excited. We haven't even it. spoken gonna, about this. I'm very excited We haven't at this. all. Not in person or even over FaceTime. I'm very excited. I'm definitely going to try and get a ticket. I was going to say, do you want us to try and get you one? Because uh, it's on my birthday. It's my birthday. Uh, if you can try. Uh, Sean and Alex and Shane and stuff are all going to try and get tickets too, I Fuck think. Yeah. So, it might be a little bit of a crew, but uh, I'm definitely going to try and get one. The problem is that I went to the ticket website and there is like four pre-sales before yeah. regular. And I was Aaron's like, what all the over fuck? it. We've, we've looked into it. It's going to be a um, thing. But yes, if you can get me one, get me one. I honestly, maybe we'll see if you can get Sean one too. And Might as well. Just get it all If you have and... like pre-sale abilities, we can, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah, beside yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking about it because I went on the Blink-182 tear today and only listened to that. Mm. But isn't it interesting that for maybe 12 years, I want to say, I called them Blink-182? I don't think you're alone in that. I think that's I an think Australian, Australian thing. thing. Yeah, because yeah, I've never once questioned it. And it wasn't until I heard like them mention it yeah. themselves in like one of those weird unpublished documentaries, the fan like documentaries. The live, like the live album, I'm pretty sure they say we're Blink-182. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's super weird. I um. It's funny, too, because the very first concert I ever went to at the age of 15 was the last time they came to Australia. So, it would be a nice full circle for me. Were you there with Travis or without? With because I know Travis. He, they, you were there with. That's like Oh, no, no. Sorry, him. sorry. He, um, he, was he came, crash. but he broke his leg is what happened. Oh. Something happened and there was a fill-in drama, but that was before the plane crash. Are you sure he was there? Because there was the one... I remember there was one he was meant to be here for and then the plane crashed and he was like, I'm not flying. So, they had yeah, a yeah. fill-in drama. They had like a no drama. So I'm actually intrigued as to one, how they're back together because I thought Travis hated Tom. And two, I thought Travis hated flying. 
Like I thought he was just like yeah. Apparently he's gotten over this. I know this because now he's a um recurring character on uh, the Kardashians, which my wife loves, and he's um. Oh, I- this is a real. We're just now. We're just catching up now. At this point, we're talking <laughs> about games. Um, have you seen the show Dave? No. On on binge or HBO? It's, wait, wait. Is this the uh, one with um? It's Little Dicky. Do you know there's a rapper called Little Dicky? No, I got like, no, You've lost me raps. again. What am I thinking you of? Have where... to watch Dave, dude. It's really funny. What's the funny guy? And he's like a hitman in it. Barry. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. You think of Barry? You should watch Dave though. It's very funny. Uh, first, go on YouTube and look up Little Dicky, and he does like he's like a rapper, <laughs> and he's just like a weird Jewish dude, and he's really funny. Uh, but then watch Dave and it's have a laugh, have a have a good laugh. But anyway, uh, DDoS DDoS attacks Overwatch. <laughs> well, yeah, just to wrap that up, uh, no one knows why it's um 182. Uh, according to legend, it's the amount of times um, Al Pacino says the word "fuck" in Scarface. That's what I heard. Oh, interesting. And That's... blink is meant to be like a bleep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. It's a it's a legendary thing. <laughs> what legends? Uh, yeah, Legends. Hey. I actually, did you see Jason Schreier's tweet today? It was so it's good. It's relevant because it's gaming, but it's also relevant because it's Blink-182. Say 182, like a real Australian. No, I'm, a, I'm an American, dude. Don't forget that. It was something along the lines of, like, all the millennials will be there with their back braces or something. Which is true. There's going to be some No, 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 no. He... he- he said, uh, he said, big year for Tom, and he has two headlines. And one is, US has no explanation for unidentified objects and stops short of ruling out aliens. And then Blink-182 reunite with Tom DeLong announced 2023 stadium tour. And I'm like, it's true. They've, they pretty much have been... I feel like the US have gone as close to confirming aliens exist as they can without officially being like, yeah, aliens are real. I will say, I don't really listen to Joe Rogan, but the episode where he has Tom DeLonge on is the one that I've heard where Joe Rogan is like, I think you're full of shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like it's too ludicrous even for him. Like, the things that are coming out of oh, his mouth... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so talking wild. about how, like, oh, they've been alive. They're in the government and they're oh, like... Oh, and he's they- talking about how the government has contracted him... As a musician, of all the musicians <laughs> in the world, to bridge the gap between humans and aliens. And it's like, yeah, it's out there. Yeah. It's a, uh, look, I don't listen to Joe Rogan very often, if at all, but there's a few episodes that I've watched. And that was one. And like the, yeah. the Elon Musk one was another one. That was a good time. Uh, but anyway, Kale, I don't really care about uh, DDoS attacks. Uh, all I would care about is that Overwatch 2 is Overwatch 1.5. You get like three new characters maybe and you get like two new maps and like a couple of the old maps are like nighttime now and a couple of characters have been reworked. But it feels like it's a little bit of a cheap way for them to be like, oh, just play Overwatch again. Yeah. I will say though, like I don't find it offensive because it's free to play and I haven't played it in like six years. So there's a lot of new shit in it for me. <laughs> it, you're not, look, totally. And even for me, I'm like, there's new characters. There's new yeah, models, I don't know any of them. It's also like, for people who are playing Overwatch from the start to the end, they would feel like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> this, is, this is how deep it goes. You and I, when we did our last podcast, we tried to like get famous quick by starting a cheeky little Overwatch podcast that I think we did one episode of. Before. Maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. And... That was before there were new characters at all. It was yeah. just the baseline. Can you imagine if we kept playing? I, I, it was a dumb idea from the beginning because I knew that you couldn't continue no, to play No, of game. course. It was crazy. It's, <laughs> it'd be like if you and I just did a Call of Duty podcast right now. We weren't even that into it. We just happened to play it at the time. Uh, I was very into Overwatch when it came out. 
All right, maybe I'm misremembering, but I know I that I did certainly move on very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're the worst for it. Of all people mm. that I know, you are the one least likely to commit to one game for a long time, even if you're playing other games amongst it. You know. I will say I did meet someone in my real life while walking the other the dog the other day and got to talking, and she called it immediately. She was like, "That must kind of suck because I, I guess you don't get to like play games for very long." And I was like, "Yes, that is how it is." Like. What do you mean? What was she talking about? What was it? Oh, oh, well, because she was, I was like, you know, it's not really like you just get to play video games all day. And she was like, yeah, I don't imagine you get to play them for very long at all. Like if you just have to move on to the next one kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's actually far more like it. Like, yeah, but I don't work in the industry technically. I guess this is technically work and it's in the industry, but I don't get paid for it. So I don't really work in the industry either, but I still do that. Technically, and this one pisses me off, I don't either. I work in games media, which is not the video game industry. It's the media yes, industry. Dude, you fucking, you figured it out finally. Here we are, people, like, what, 71 episodes in and Kel's finally figured out he's not in the industry, quote unquote. Because he How says it all the fucking time. You, dude. How fucking dare you, dude. So sick of your shit. Oh, this is it, Kale. I'm Two weeks from now, we're going to record another episode because I refuse to record one next week. <laughs> I'm forcing I'm forcing your hand at this point. We're doing a bi-monthly podcast from now on. Every two Get weeks. Get me out of here. Play me out. This has been episode 71. 72 will be out in two weeks from the day <laughs> that you're listening to this one because I'm forcing Kale's <laughs> hand right now. We are a bi-monthly PlayStation podcast called Long Live Play. This has been episode 71. I've been me. Kale's been him. Will you see us next week? There's only one way to find out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.